0: Independent presidential candidate RFK Jr. is claiming that President Joe Biden's administration is refusing to provide Secret Service protection for him as a candidate, despite multiple threats against him. CNN is reporting that RFK Jr.'s claims are very misleading. RFK Jr. just posted on Instagram, quote, President Biden has made the historic decision to deny me a Secret Service detail. I'm the only presidential candidate in history whose request has ever been denied, he says. In the comment section, someone said, what a drama queen. He acts as if he knows someone who has been assassinated or something. For those who don't know, RFK Jr.'s dad and uncle were both assassinated. Uh, The Hill is covering it today. The Hill asking, why is Biden denying Secret Service protection to RFK Jr.? It says, while no one should need reminding, it bears repeating that the Kennedy political family has paid an appalling and heartbreaking Price for their service to our nation. President John F. Kennedy was assassinated at 46 years of age in November 1963, and his younger brother, Senator Robert F. Kennedy, was killed at 42 years of age in June of 1968. Now that RFK Jr. is running for president, he's had a few very scary threats that are outlined in this Hill article. It says here, just last week, an intruder was arrested twice after trying to break into the LA home of Kennedy and his wife, both of whom were inside at the time. With regard to that break-in attempt where the intruder was arrested, booked released and then went right back to the Kennedy home and tried to break in again. The Hill headlined its story, Cheryl Hines slams Biden for not providing RFK Jr. security detail. There was another attempt against him as well. It says here, Why is Hines, who deeply respects President Biden, so upset at him and his administration? Because the Kennedy campaign has reached out several times to the administration, formally asking for Secret Service protection, only to be repeatedly denied, once again, it must be stressed that the Kennedy name is a lightning rod for some who have troubled minds or may be seeking fame by carrying out a despicable deed. As proof of that, look back on the career of Senator Edward Kennedy of Massachusetts and catalog all the death threats directed at him simply because he was a Kennedy. So it reports that just two months ago, a heavily armed man impersonating a U.S. marshal was spotted and arrested at one of RFK Jr.'s campaign events in Los Angeles before he could get near the candidate. So this week is not the first time that RFK has called out Biden for not allowing him to have Secret Service protection. Back in July, he tweeted Quote, since the assassination of my father in 1968, candidates for president are provided Secret Service protection, but not me. Typical turnaround time for a pro forma protection request from presidential candidates is 14 days. After 88 days of no response and after several follow ups by our campaign, the Biden administration just denied our request. Secretary Mayorkas, he's quoting Secretary Mayorkas here, quote, I've determined that Secret Service protection for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is not warranted at this time. Kennedy goes on to say, our campaign's request included a 67-page report from the world's leading protection firm detailing unique and well-established security and safety risks aside from commonplace death threats. So readers added context that they thought people might want to know to this tweet. They linked secretservice.gov. It says, secret service protection must be provided to major candidates within 120 days of a general election. So if you go to that website, secretservice.gov, it says that actually the Secretary of Homeland Security, which is Mayorkas, determines whether someone is a major candidate and whether they deserve protection. But it's typically within 120 days of the election, which is four months out from the election, which we're not there yet. So I think most people would agree that RFK Jr. is a major candidate, despite Biden not wanting him to be. So Mayorkas makes that decision. But that's after consulting with an advisory committee that is the Speaker of the House, the minority whip, the Senate majority leader, Senate minority leader, and one additional member of their choosing. Now CNN is put out a fact check Back in July, after that first tweet by RFK Jr., they said, fact check RFK Jr.'s misleading viral claim about secret service protection. Really quick shout out to the sponsor of my coverage. Gold has soared past $2,000 an ounce. War in Israel and Ukraine and rate cuts on the table are fueling gold's meteoric rise. Several major banks are all forecasting sizable rate cuts in an election year. Meanwhile, our national debt is skyrocketing higher. There's a direct correlation to the national debt and Price of gold. In 2020, the US debt was $23 trillion and gold was $1,500 an ounce. Now in 2023, $33 trillion and gold is over 2,000 an ounce. Donald Trump warned the US dollar no longer being the world standard will be our greatest defeat in 200 years. Why are so many Americans adding physical gold and silver to their portfolios and retirement plans? You can learn why by calling America's own precious metals company. The National Gold Group today mentioned my channel, Ivory Hecker, and you'll always get best in class service from America's conservative precious metals leader. National Gold Group has the IRA, fee? for a program on qualifying rollovers. Call 888-617-5927. Get a free investor guide today. National Gold Group is a consumer affairs top rated gold IRA dealer. Call 888-617-5927. Details and description. CNN is put out a fact check. They said RFK Jr. basically suggested Friday that the Biden administration is singling him out for rare treatment by denying him secret service Service protection. Kennedy tweeted. Okay, so they they show what he tweeted, and they say that this is highly misleading. Um, they say here that Kennedy's suggestion that he is being treated differently than every other presidential candidate since 1968 is baseless. In reality, the vast majority of co- candidates in modern presidential primaries never receive Secret Service protection because they are not deemed major candidates. It would be nearly unprecedented for even a major candidate to receive protection as this early in a campaign if they did not already have it on account of currently or previously serving in the White House. A CNN review of presidential candidates dating back to 1980 found that only then-Senator Barack Obama, who faced unique threats as a black man with a realistic chance of becoming president was granted secret service protection as early in a campaign as Kennedy is seeking it. So they're saying that Barack Obama had a reason to request early access to secret service protection because he was prominent early on and he was black and being black, someone might come and get him. But Kennedy, who's also prominent early on, does not deserve it, even though both his dad and his uncle were killed for their politics. So he doesn't have a realistic reason. I think that RFK Jr. does have a very good reason to get Secret Service protection, given that two members of his family died, were assassinated. Biden, of course, does not like RFK Jr. He's a huge threat to Biden. Um, He's really a huge threat to every candidate at this point. He's has a good chance of splintering the vote into this three way situation. So it'll be really interesting, uh, but he's definitely going to be taking voters away from Biden. So it's interesting that the Biden administration is denying secret service protection. And I think there's, there may be a flaw in the setup of our government that the, the fact that a president's administration can decide whether his opponent gets secret service protection. Of course, he's not going to want secret service protection for his opponent. So that's an interesting setup. I wanted to shout out this article from NBC News, which says that CDC reports highest childhood needle-in-the-arm exemption rate ever in the U.S., 40 states saw rises in parents citing religious or other personal concerns for not putting a needle in their child's arm. Um, I did not see this report when it first came out on November 9th, but it's fascinating. The number of kids whose caregivers are opting them out of routine childhood needles in the arm has reached an all-time high, according to the CDC potentially leaving hundreds of thousands of children unprotected against preventable diseases like measles and whooping cough, reports NBC. The report did not dive into the reasons for the increase, but experts said the findings clearly reflect America's growing unease about medicine in general. No joke. Quote, there's a rising distrust in the healthcare system, said Dr. Amna Hussein, a a pediatrician in the private practice, North Carolina, as well as a spokesperson for the American Academy of Pediatrics. Needle exemptions have unfortunately trended upward with it, she said. The CDC report found that 3% of children, this is the part that, okay, the headline got me and this part gets me again right here. Right here, it says, CDC reported that 3% of children entering kindergarten during the 2022 to 23 school year were granted needle exemptions from their state. This is the highest exemption rate ever reported in the U.S. The fact that it's only 3%, 3% of parents nationwide said, we're not going to put that needle in our child's arm in order to go to school. And it is the highest number of parents ever to do so in the public school system. It's sad to me that that number is so low that that parents have systematically agreed with the government this entire time and not put needle and and, and just almost 100% of parents have historically always put the needle in their child's arm to go to school because the government said to. It is crazy to me. And for the first time ever, we're now at 3% of parents saying we're not going to do it anymore. Wow. Goes on to say 40 states saw rises in exemptions in 10 states, Alaska, Arizona, Hawaii, Idaho, Michigan, Nevada, North Carolina, Oregon, Utah, and Wisconsin. The exemption rate soared over 5%. Quote, this is quite a jump, said Renee Seether, a CDC epidemiologist and author of the new report. Just three years ago, Seether said only two states had exemption rate of more than 5%. Wow. It says here that Idaho was a standout in the new report. More than 12% of children entering kindergarten in that state had an exemption to getting needles in the arm in 2022. So Idaho is the only state nationwide that has the balls for even less than 15% of the parents to say no. This is crazy to me. We live in such a compliant society. Wow. Okay, I wanted to finish this podcast on a positive note. A 10-year-old boy gets kidnapped and sings gospel songs nonstop until the kidnapper lets him go. After three hours of singing gospel to his kidnapper, the kidnapper just let him go. This is crazy. Now, this is actually an old news report. It appears it came out in 2014, but it is making the rounds again, and it is such a beautiful news report. We need more positive news like At this. At
1: the home, Willie came face to face with a kidnapper, putting his childlike faith to the test.
2: Some guy came up in a silver silver or gray hundo cord. Man tussled me in the car. The man tussled you in the car.
1: Willie says he wanted to yell for help, but the man covered his mouth. Traumatized, Willie feared for his life. Cursing, cursing,
2: cursing. I was thinking that he's gonna hurt me that bad, real bad.
1: Thrown into the back of a locked car, Willie's fear soon gave way to Faith. In the form of a gospel song he learned at church, he began singing it in the back seat.
2: God's my deliverer. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Every praise, every praise is to our God.
1: The popular song Every Praise by Grammy Award winning artist Hezekiah Walker is one of Willie's favorites.
2: I knew it by heart. I sang the whole thing by heart and God, if you praise the, if you praise the Lord, he will help you in a mysterious
1: way. Despite repeated threats, Willie sang nonstop while the man drove around for three hours.
2: I was just sing, singing passion and pride, so I didn't care what, what happened.
1: Agitated by the constant singing, the man eventually let Willie out of the car he was shaken but unharmed.
2: I guess he was mad, so he dropped me out.
1: Willie ran to a nearby home and called his godmother. Police have no leads in the case, but have released this sketch of the man who kidnapped Willie. While she rejoices over his safe return, Willie's godmother continues to pray for the capture of the kidnapper. He need to be caught. He got to be caught. Willie's story made headlines around the world, leading to talk show appearances like Arsenio Hall. He even got the chance to perform his Song of Deliverance with Walker. While he's enjoying being in the media spotlight, he says he's just an ordinary kid who serves an extraordinary God.
2: It really doesn't matter to me as long as I still have Jesus and he's still working, doing his little magic. Well, it's not
0: magic, it's just power. He sang gospel songs for three hours straight in the car, and the kidnapper just lets him go. I bet he shifted the whole atmosphere in that car. That's beautiful. That is inspiring.